you got to spend your money on material things because that'll make you happy. God forbid you look within your heart because that won't make you happy. No, you just got to keep buying and buying and buying and just work your ass off. Just work, grind. You know, stress is okay. We'll give you a pill for that too. the Dairy to Move podcast where we talk about all things spiritual, feeling stuck, aliens, DNA, matrix, all good things. I'm your host Colleen. So today you have me, just me, another solo. Um, oh boy, I kind of want to talk about social, so like societal programming and social programming and kind of the guilt and the shame that comes with it when you break it or when you don't follow it. And I'll get to what my shame and guilt is in a little bit, but yeah, this just this just I just thought of this today. I mean, it's on my it's been on my list of solo podcast episodes I've been wanting to do for a while now. But today, I really felt my shame and my guilt with something that I'm going to talk about. But, so, to me, societal programming or social programming or whatever, to me, it's basically everything that's, like, in the Matrix that, so I say they, the, 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 the elite um hopefully they don't flag this i won't tag the elite in this but anyway so the elite wants you to think that the societal norms is what makes you happy and i'm talking about going to church and being religious and going to school to learn and university and you'll graduate and you'll get your dream job and then you'll have your career and you'll get married to the opposite sex And you're going to have kids and you're going to work your nine to five. And you're just going to work your life away until you retire at like 70. And then you die because you've just been believing the pharmaceutical and medical field that you are sick. And that you have to take all these pills to make you better. But really it makes you die a lot quicker. Uh, oh, you got to spend your money on material things because that'll make you happy. God forbid you look within your heart because that won't make you happy. No, you just got to keep buying and buying and buying and just work your ass off. Just work, grind. You know, stress is okay. We'll give you a pill for that too. Yeah, that's what societal programming is to me. And... um. So I looked it up on the internet because I'm not an expert. I just believe that that's what it is to me and how I see it. So it says social programming is a is a set of instructions each of us learn to fit in with society. Our family members, school, teachers, peer groups, we're all a part of socialization process. And the long-term effect of socialization is that we seek external approval and external goals in our lives which would be the going to school, getting married, dream job, 
working, having kids, all that. Um, yeah. And how are we conditioned is a question on Google. The norms and ideologies that we adopt from the society around us about education, employment, culture, religion, spirituality, and family life is called social condi- conditioning. As children, we are influenced by a set of two people. Well, sets of people, family and teachers. And I would also say peers because they also learn from their family and teachers. So, yeah. So that's that. Um, There's another interesting article from mission.org. I don't know. Medium.com. I have no idea. Um, But it's just... Interesting how I'm trying to it says the truth lies under layers of late and layers of social programming and beliefs. Get past enough layers and you'll find it, it that it, you'll find is that there's absolutely nothing there. It's tab, tabula rasa. I don't know what that is. But yeah, anyway, so I just feel like that's generally what it is. Um, And if you don't follow that norm, you're weird or you're not a functioning person in society or, you know, you're weird if you like yoga or, I mean, well, yoga is becoming more popular, but a long time ago, it's like yoga. Who is that? You're weird. Um, My grandmother who's now in hospital and has dementia, but she, when I go to Maryland, I had my shocker bracelet. She's like, what is that? I think I've talked about this before. I said, it's my shocker bracelet. She goes, what is that? I'm like, it has to do with our energies. And she's like, you are so weird. And I'm like, yeah, okay. I'm weird because I think I have energy in my body, whatever. Um, you're lazy if you don't want to work a nine to five or you're lazy and you don't want to be a a functioning society member because you don't want to have the nine to five job and you want to travel around and sell your art or sell your photos. You know, it's just things like that. And it just drives me absolutely fucking insane. And then it's like, it's so hard to get out of that mindset to think that you're good enough and that you deserve to get out of that and to break away from that. I know I go through this every damn day of my life. I'm like, who am I to start a Reiki business and angelic, an angelic healing business? Who am I to do that? I'm even having self-doubt at my job now where I'm like, oh, I should have just stayed an admin because I was good at that and that's all I'm good for. And oh yeah, I have a university degree. I actually have a freaking graduate degree and I still don't know what the fuck I'm doing in the environment. Like, yeah, I know some things about the environment, but I don't feel like you get the experience until you're on the job and I've never been given the experience. So I don't feel like I'm worthy or confident enough in the environmental field. And I have a fucking master's degree and I got really good grades and it's Still doesn't even matter because I still couldn't even get a job in the environmental field. Now knowing that that actually wasn't really what my path was for, I still care about the environment and I still will fight for it, but that's not what I'm meant to be doing is that 9 to 5 
life. And I remember last year I hired my life coach, Jessica, who she was on this podcast. Um, Jessica DeMarcus, I think. I never remember her not because it's Jessica Marie on Facebook. So anyway, so Jessica, she, we literally spent most, this is not her fault, but we literally spent most of the time, the six weeks talking about my career change and getting an environmental job, another nine to five. And I remember her asking me like, what like your ideal dream job, what would it be? It's like another nine to five. And I had such a hard time coming up with it. And I know why now it's because I wasn't in align alignment with it. A nine to five is not in alignment with me. And I'm really hoping I can get out of it one day. I'm very grateful for my job that I have now, but I don't want to do it like nine to five forever. So yeah, it's just, yeah, I just remember talking to her about it the whole time like trying to plan how to get another nine to five job and now looking back at it I just go that's not even what I wanted and I couldn't even see I had my blinders on I had one one road vision of the programming of the matrix and that I have to do the nine to five in order to be a fucking awesome human and that's not true So, but yeah, so societal guilt, I feel this so much and I feel it with having children. So since I can remember, I have never wanted children and it's not that I don't like children. I've nannied. I loved it. I love when I see babies. I just, I, every time I see a baby, I do question going, why don't I want a kid? Because they're so freaking cute. Like, yeah, kids, I love babies so much. And every time I see one and hold one, I'm like, oh, I could definitely do this. But then I'm like, I know how I am with my dogs and I do not believe in yelling at children. I do not like it when I hear... I talked about this with Mars on that episode a couple of... Like four or five episodes ago with Mars. And I was telling her I don't like it when I hear people at stores screaming at their children and losing patience with their children. And I know how I am with my dogs. Like Nicole Licks. I'm literally like losing my shit. I'm like, oh... Knock it off! And then when Wally's hyper as fuck, I lose my shit. I just, I don't have the patience for it. I need peace and quiet. I need calm. And if I don't have that, I kind of flip out. Now, I'm definitely better at it, but I don't think it's fair to my dogs, but I definitely don't think it's fair to a child to yell and scream at the child because you lost your fucking patience. I don't agree with that, and I've never agreed with that and anytime I see a parent at the store yelling at their children I just my heart breaks for the child because I don't think they deserve that no matter how crazy they're being uh Wally you can't eat the DVDs what are you doing 
This is what I'm talking about. Wally just is sniffing around looking for trouble. Huh? You. Come up here and lay down with Mama. He doesn't want to. Okay. Anyway, sorry about that. So, another thing about the children. Every... This is going to make me sound like a terrible person, but every time I see a fucking pregnancy announcement and someone else is pregnant, I literally cringe and I'm literally rolling my eyes like, oh my god, another person's having a baby. Woohoo! Yay! And it's on me. That's not on them. It's my trigger and my shit I need to deal with. And I thought about it today. As to why this happens. So, the first one in my head that this has nothing... Well, I guess it kind of does have to do with guilt, but more just frustration of people and having babies. I think I'm okay with like one or two kids per family. And the reason being... Why I get triggered and why I get so fucking frustrated is when people, like, like I do claims in this fucking people family today had six fucking children. And I'm like, why do you need six fucking children? Like, I don't get it. It's my shit that I need to deal with and get and heal, but I just, whatever. Which is, in, which is crazy because my dad's side, so my grandparents on my dad's side had ten children. So my dad is one of ten. And I love having a big family. But anyway, so the reason why this the having more than one to two children bothers me is because there are so many children in orphanages and in foster care systems that need families. So when I see people having more fucking children, I just want to like scream and punch them in the face because I'm like, there's so many children that need families. Why are you having your own? Like, why? It really upset. It breaks my heart. And I want people to want to have their children, but I also want people to adopt. And there needs to be more adoption. So that's a problem. Um, <laughs> the one, the person that triggered me today, I'm not going to mention her name, but she is sort of, she's a podcast host. And she's been going through the Invertro where you have to, like, take pills and all this stuff to, like, in vitro, in vitro. I think that's what it is, in vitro. And it's like they're going at it for years and years to try to have their own kid. I'm like, if you can't get, this is going to be an asshole thing to say, but if you can't get pregnant naturally, I take that as a sign that you should adopt children. Oh my god, I, I'm I'm such a terrible person. Like, I can't believe this is the way my mind thinks about this. But I just believe that everything happens for a reason. If you're not having a kid the natural way, adopt a damn child. I don't know. So this is my number one thing why I get triggered when I see people having children. is because I wish I could save every child out there. And I wish people, more people would adopt. And I wish... I just wish more people would adopt and could adopt. And I have thought about adoption. It's still, I still think about it. But like I said, right now, I just lose my shit 
and I don't have the patience for a child, and I don't know if I ever will, and I'm not going to adopt a kid knowing that I'm going to be yelling and screaming at them all the time. So I need to obviously work, still work on myself first. Granted, no one's ever ready to have a kid, but yes, adoption is definitely something I have looked into and strongly, like, seriously strongly considered. I have told every boyfriend I've had I will not not have my own child I would likely adopt if I do decide to have children. So that's the one trigger. Um, yeah, that also has to go along with, like, population. We're just kind of overpopulated. Um, obviously, unfortunately, COVID is killing off people. So, yeah, I guess Mother Nature finds a way to balance it out, even though I think COVID was man-made, but that's a whole other story. All right. Anyway, moving on from number one. Number two, the societal guilt. I get triggered when I see pregnancy announcements because of the societal guilt and shame that I feel because I am a woman and I do not want to have kids of my own. I have always, always been told what a miracle it is that women can have children. What a blessing it is that women can have children. And I get that. I truly, truly get that. When I see a baby, I'm just like, oh my god, these two people fucking made this cute, tiny little baby. And she, they're adorable. And I love, I'm in love with the baby. And I'm hugging the baby. And I'm just like, this thing. They are miracles. And I really, truly get that. But the fact that society blames you and shames you for being a woman and not wanting a child is not okay. And I have been dealing with this a lot lately. So when I see someone else having a kid, I'm like, oh my fucking God, another one's having a kid, which I already said. But the number two reason is because I have shame and guilt that I don't want my own child. Because if society has put that into your brain that you need to get married and have children, like that's what we're here to do. We're here to procreate. And I'm like, no. If I don't want to have a kid, I don't want to have a damn kid. So this is something I am trying to work through and heal because, yeah, I just, it's not fair to me to feel that way. And then I go, I've gone back and forth so many times, probably in my late 20s to now well, maybe I should have a kid because everyone says how much joy it brings to their life. And maybe I should have a kid because it is a miracle. Which is actually funny because I'm reading a book uh, called Womb Awakening. And it's all about... Let me grab it. It's all about... Um... That our womb can birth of projects, careers, personal healing, spirituality, and relationships. And that is that the woman's womb is very intuitive. And it's um, it's like womb wisdom empowers women to become aware of the intuitive voice and womb outside of pregnancy. And the moon cycles unlock the potential inner source for creativity, birthing new conscious children. Well, I guess they talk about children in here. Spirituality, growth, and transformation, not only for themselves, but for their male partners. So 
Yeah, I guess that's the thing I don't like about this book. I like this book, but I don't like that they keep talking about male partners because that's a whole other societal issue that we need to get over. But So I'm tapping into my womb. I stopped going on birth control, so I felt like I've needed to go off of it for a while. But yeah, so our wombs, basically the point is our wombs are more than just giving birth. I feel that our wombs are like our the woman's intuitive center. Obviously our third eye is, but I think our wombs have a lot of like the gut feelings that women get. I think that's where it comes from is our womb. So hopefully when I'm done with this book, I'm very, very ignoring the male partner thing that's in this book because it does... There's like a whole chapter on that. I'm going to read it, but I'm going to ignore the part that it says for a male partner because that's not right. But in my head, I don't feel that that's right because we're in the 20. We're in 2020 here. We got to stop that. But this book was written in 2011. Anyway. So, yes, our wombs are more for like our own power than just giving children. So I hope this book will help me get over this shame that I have because it's not a fun shame thinking that I don't feel like thinking that I like what kind of a woman am I that doesn't want a child feeling it's not a good one I've also had an aunt who couldn't have children say that I'm blessed to have children and that it's a miracle to have children and how come you don't want one like a few times and my grandma said it like but you can have children so you should want it's just a lot of that and I've had someone else say it's selfish for not wanting kids which I don't understand because I feel like if I think I'm not going to be the best mother why would I bring a kid in so I don't know that's just that's a lot that I need to deal with. I think those are the only two reasons, though. Is the fact that we're too overpopulated. I guess it could be three separate. We're too overpopulated. I wish more people would adopt. It's just very frustrating. And then the shame that I feel that I'm a woman and I don't want a child. So hopefully I can heal all of this. And let it go into the ether and just let it go, surrender it, because it's I don't need it anymore. Um Yeah, so society societal guilt is something fierce. And I think the only way to break it is to literally sit with yourself. If a belief comes up or something comes up that even if it makes you feel good but especially if it doesn't make you feel good, ask it, is this even my belief? Is this even what I believe in? Because most of the time it's going to be a no. Um, I've also heard lately how another societal guilt, how all the like millennials don't want to work <laughs> or they like they're lazy and I'm like, yeah, some may be lazy. When I was in my late, early 20s, I worked with teenagers and I wanted to deck them in the face because they, they, some of them were very lazy, but some of them worked really hard. But I'm like, if they're not, I feel like 
my age and people younger, mostly my age and people younger, they realize that the nine to five isn't making them happy. And they're realizing that traveling around is making them happy. So follow your happiness and they're doing this and people are calling them lazy because they're doing it. Like one day I hope to fucking travel around and be able to be an entrepreneur so I can work from anywhere in the world. It it will happen. I just don't know when, but it will happen because I want it to happen and I believe that I'd be happier traveling around than working nine to five in the same spot for 40 hours a week and only getting 20 days of vacation. Like, no, I'm not about that life. And I know one day I will change it. And I feel at some point I even had to get over that guilt too. Yeah, because my family is always like, oh, you're always traveling around and you don't have a lot of money. And I'm like, well, I'm traveling because life is too short. This Colleen life is too short and I want to enjoy it. And literally working nine to five, only having 20 days a year off and not going anywhere isn't fun for me. And COVID did teach me something where I can stay at home because I'm comfortable in my own skin and in my own heart now, with my heart now, that I not traveling is okay, but, like, I feel okay about it, but I still, I still want to feel that awe with seeing different places and experiencing new cultures. And I can still get the awe in life doing things around my house or like meditating, channeling, whatever, being spiritual, but it's not the same thing. So there's that guilt too of the youngins nowadays wanting to, wanting more for their life and society's like, oh, they're just lazy and they don't want to work because I've heard of that one. So if you're feeling this way about anything, I just encourage you to look within and you know ask yourself like are these my beliefs or is this something I heard from somebody else and I even do this with like Elizabeth April stuff I love her to death like obsessed with her but I still at the end of a video going do I resonate with this yes or no Anything I hear, I'm questioning. I am asking myself, my soul, my heart, my higher self, if I resonate with this or not. So normally with her, it's a yes, but I, because she's just amazing. But I mean, there have been things I've heard that I don't resonate with. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. I don't, it may be true, may not be true. I don't resonate it with it. So it's not going to be Like, it's more of just being cautious of what I'm taking in and being aware of what resonates with me and what I, what is my beliefs with that. 
So with this, I'm going to end. With that, I'm going to end um, this episode with a quote from Elizabeth April. Go figure. It kind of ties into being seen. And I think societal program and breaking free from the matrix. And just, you know what, being true to yourself and living outside the box. So she said, if we live our life... In quotations, I can do this around this person. I can't do this around that person. This person doesn't like this about me, so I am not going to show that part of me. We are living our life through this methodology of living within the box that society puts us in. What are we doing? Are we really living our life? Or are we living the life that people expect us to live that are around us? Like, that's something to think about. If we live our life, I can do this around this person. I can't do this around that person. This person doesn't like this about me, so I'm not going to show that part of me. We are living our life through this methodology of living within the box that society puts us in. Like, really, what are we doing? And are we really living our life? I love this quote so much. And are we living the life that people expect us to live that are around us? Like, think about this quote and think about these questions. I know I am not the same person, which I said last week, around people. I am not the same person. And that's not good, quote-unquote good. Like, yeah, with my family, I know who they want me to be, so I be that person. Not that that person isn't me I just don't show them the spiritual alien DNA matrix side I'm still me but I'm high like I don't I just don't talk about that stuff around them so I mean yeah but I'm talking about it here so I guess yeah I just guess I am being myself I don't know I'm just this is just getting rambly now and I'm getting, it's only six o'clock and I'm exhausted. So I'm going to end it here. Like I said last week, you have the power to co-create your own life. You are that powerful. So start believing in your power and I dare you to move in who you were meant to be. Have a good week. Love you all. Bye.